Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Wealth of Health, a podcast emphasizing the value of our bodies and what they do for us every day. Now, to my new listeners, hi there. My name is Taylor Beasley. Um, Thanks for tuning in. I do have a couple more episodes that you can learn a little bit more about me. My first one, a little bit about my journey in the health realm or as, I don't know, yeah, we'll call it the health realm. Um, <laughs> a little bit about me, why I've started this podcast. My most recent episode was diving into, um, what was it? I really should know this. What did I even talk about last week? Oh, nope, can't even remember. I'm gonna go look right now. This, haha, <laughs> there we go. Creating a new normal. This whole idea that Uh, The life we're living right now is definitely not something any of us could have expected and we don't know when it's gonna end and so trying to live every day within this crazy period of time that we're in um, to the fullest and not wasting this time that we have. Um, So go ahead and go back and give that one a listen and to my returning ones that might have already listened to that, hey, how you doing? Thanks for coming on back. I did want to mention a little bit um, of the support that I've been getting through the Instagram page, which is at the underscore wealth of health. I've been getting a couple messages recently from some people just reaching out and saying that they've enjoyed the podcast and that um, some of the things that I've been saying have been resonating with them, and that's been really special. Um, So I did want to thank those people that have reached out. Um, If anybody has requests of topics to talk about, things that they find interesting, I want this to be an interactive experience, and so go ahead and give me, should be a message on there. I think that would be super great to be able to have a conversation with you guys. Um, This week, (laughs) I feel like every week I'm like, this week was weird, but like, (laughs) I did have a, a pretty insane experience like two days ago that actually inspired the, um, topic of this week's episode. Um... Everyone in my family is working right now. My sister has an internship. Both of my parents are working from home. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm doing classes online. I have the podcast. Uh, working out only takes so much of your time. So I have a little bit more downtime to myself to try and fill the hours of the day. Um, and so it was like 2 p.m. Like, you know what? I'm going to make a cake. That's what I'm going to do. I have all this time to like vibe out to some music. I put my AirPods in, not to flex. Thank you, Grandma, for getting those for me. Um, I was just, you know, I was whipping up some stuff, whatever. And this was the day when it was, like, 87 degrees in my kitchen because, like, we don't have central air conditioning. Um, And for those, like, six days a year in Northern California where it's miserably, not miserably hot in comparison to other places, but for not having AC, it was pretty miserably hot. So I was suffering a little bit for this cake. I was really putting in the effort and... Like, I'm gluten-free, I'm gluten so, like, I had to, like, rummage to find a recipe that looked decent. Um, but we found something. I was using, like, coconut flour or something. This was beyond the point. But first layer comes out of the oven, and it didn't rise at all. Like, pancake flat. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's, like, what they're going for. So I'm going to go with it. I'm going to keep going. Truck along. 
um, make the second layer, does the same thing. So I basically have two pancakes now that I'm trying to make into a cake. So I'm like, okay, maybe it'll be more like a tart thing, even though it's like a cake recipe. I don't know what I was thinking, but I like, I made this cream cheese frosting that actually was like the only good part of this whole thing. Um, we make it, we like put it on, I use one of those piping bag things because I'm like maybe if I make it look pretty on top it'll be more edible because like looks are everything apparently. So I finished this thing, I put it in the refrigerator, I make dinner for my family and at the end of dinner my family's like let's just let's try your cake Taylor. I'm like okay. I was a little nervous not gonna lie. I was like you sure you want to do that? But I pull it out, I cut into it. It is so dense inside like you know how normally you cut open a cake and there's like little air bubbles in there there were no air bubbles this thing looked like a slab of play-doh like the purple play-doh or not even the purple one like you know how in preschools kids like mix all the colors together and it looks like brown that's what this cake looked like so i was like you know maybe maybe it's just like gonna taste super super rich you know just like fingers crossed Everyone takes a bite and no one says a word. No one says a word. You could see where the fork goes through the cake to get the first bite. And I was floored. I'm normally pretty good in the kitchen. This was the first time I have made something that was an absolute failure. And <laughs> my family thought it was hilarious. They were laughing. They said they could use it to like get dogs to like you know how like you put peanut butter on a spoon and put a pill in it to get them to eat the pill? My my sister was like, yeah, like we could put peanut butter on it and then maybe we would eat the cake. <laughs> Which now looking back on it, just pretty funny. But at the moment, I was like, I had my ha like head in my hands. I was so pissed because I had spent the whole afternoon making this cake to try and like insert some joy into my days, you know? Um, and I... I started crying, like full blown tears down my face. I was like, this, this cake was supposed to work and it didn't work. <laughs> and my whole family thought it was like, I was joking and I wasn't joking. It actually made me cry. And I realized that I had started trying to create something that was going to distract me from how stressed I was, whether it was about my situation, the uncertainty of our situation, or friendship stuff, or school stuff, or, you know, whatever it was that was really bothering me, I'm the type to kind of suppress it until I can't suppress it anymore, and this cake failure was, you know, it was the piece of straw on the camel's back, and I just, like, exploded and so my sister made me an ice cream sundae oh someone's facetiming um it was this like it was the last straw i couldn't do it and so i broke i broke down and like looking back it's kind of funny but now i realize like okay i've recognized now how i manage stress and how can i how can I better manage stress so that that type of thing doesn't continue to happen in my life? Because I'm not sure that people other than my family are prepared to handle me in that situation. So that leads me into this week's topic, which is all about stress management and how to manage stress in the world that we're living in today. Which This is kind of a piggyback off of, off of last week talking about how to create a new normal, but... 
adapting to the environment that we're in with increased stress and a decrease in possible outlets because I know for me outlets for stress used to be going out and riding my horse and not only is my horse injured right now but that's a very social environment that's a very public environment and so I haven't been able to go do that you know gyms are closed I've been working out in my garage which is great that I have the ability to do that but it's a garage like it is very secluded so trying to get creative about um how to handle those those same emotions in new ways even when they're becoming more and more frequent so um not only does effectiveness come into play but how how can we do it safely um and one of the things that i've started exploring are new ways that i can control stress that comes up in my life um because a lot of those options that were available to me before are no longer available to me. I can't go get like coffee with a friend and vent about how much I hate doing laundry in dorms, like one that's not even a problem for me at this point, but I can't go out for coffee. I can make coffee and I guess sit on a Zoom call with a coffee house background. That's actually not a bad idea. I might, <laughs> might end up trying that. But um, thinking about ways that I can try and replicate those same experiences. Um, and that brings me to like, for me, exercise at the gym was always a big thing, that environment of motivation and inspiration. And so I am working out in my garage and my dad and I have been setting challenges for each other. I know he, we were like doing a pull, like a pull-up challenge and... He had to get to 15 and I had to get to five. I'm still at maybe three on a good day. And he's just like soaring past 15. You know, all that male energy is really working in his favor right now. But um, me as a competitive person, I know that motivates me. So that kind of sets a goal that I can then work towards. And um, it gives me a, a reason to go into my garage and, and like, I guess going in your garage isn't like, a super lovely experience for most people considering the fact that we had to like vacuum out rat shit before we were cleaning it out but it gives me more of a positive reason to go in there um i know for some people art and music are big stress relievers um i've been teaching myself like ukulele and guitar my left hand which is the one that like pushes the strings you can tell i'm super super technical about this pushes the strings come on taylor but um, it's, it's very sore from, from how many hours I spend sitting there trying to figure this out. Um, but it's something that kind of clears your mind. I, like anything that makes me shut out what's going on in my life and focus on something else just for a little bit. I know meditation is huge for some people and that's really hard to learn how to do. I'm at like 30 seconds and then I start thinking about what I'm going to have for breakfast the next day because breakfast food is the superior fruit food group, but besides the point, um, it takes practice. Um, courses for that for me too. Just finding things that make you focus on the thing, on anything, ex anything but the part of your life that is, is causing stress. Um, social interaction is a huge one for me. Um, obviously we're limited on how we can interact socially, but 
forcing yourself to reach out to those people you care about, getting on FaceTime calls, Zoom, even though it's slowly starting to become like a trigger word. <laughs> um, and just making sure that I'm still um, talking to people as much as I can to replicate a day of social interaction. Um, and I know too, for some people, social interaction is exhausting if you're more introverted rather than extroverted. And so taking personal time is also something that I try and balance it out with. Um, I know like the stereotypical, like do your nails, do a face mask, like take a bath, drink some wine. Like that's all um, stuff people tell you to do to recharge. And for everyone it's different. It might be reading a book. It might be um, watching your favorite movie or TV show. Um, it might just be like taking a nap if that's something that makes you feel like you're restarting. Um, just finding things that we now still have access to um, while still safely navigating our environment right now and incorporating, incorporating those into our daily lives um, and replicating the things that we can't necessarily do identically to how we used to do them. Um, one big thing that I think is super important that I need to be a little bit better at is being proactive and that kind of goes towards my whole habit of suppressing until I can't suppress anymore. Um, practicing stress relieving activities on a regular basis to make sure that it doesn't build up to the point where it's unmanageable is I think vital to mental health. Um, because the intensity that you feel things will just grow if you push it down and you push it away. Um, I don't think on a regular basis I am the type to break down and cry if a cake doesn't turn out good. But in this situation, I was already so stressed or on edge or emotional because of something else that was going on in my life that I wasn't letting myself react to that 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 was what triggered me to actually release. So like taking some time out of your day, recognizing, oh, I'm a little stressed about X, Y, and Z, or this is kind of bothering me, like allowing yourself to feel it, process it, and then go practice one of those things that you might have on your, in your mental toolbox of uh, stress relieving activities. So if I was feeling like I had a lot of schoolwork to do today, which I do, I'm just choosing to do this first. <laughs> um, Maybe I make sure tonight I do something relaxing for myself. So maybe I'll go sit outside with my mom and have a glass of wine. Or maybe I'll um, like watch a TV show that I think is funny with my sister. Or some, something that I know I can look forward to, relax, decompress, rather than letting what I'm feeling today bleed into tomorrow and then continue to build. Um, and it's easy to forget to do those things, especially if you have a lot to do. Sometimes finding it feels like you're adding to your plate to put some, some self-care in. Um, but it can be five minutes of like quiet, like relaxation breathing. I know I go on Spotify all the time and listen to like 10 minute meditation, like guided breathing things. And I end up falling asleep, but um, it only takes that long 
to kind of take a moment for yourself and relax and kind of reset. Um, and so that's something I think I need to start practicing more if I'm being completely honest with myself. Um, and the last thing that I think is something that is a bit more of a universal problem is stress is something that is a little bit feared or seen as a negative. Um, when I talk to people, I notice it's never quite talk. It's, I mean, I get it. Stress isn't a super great feeling. It makes you feel a little anxious. Heart rate goes up a little bit, get a little jittery. Um, but I, it's, stress is normal. And I think stress for a lot of people causes you to be the most productive. I mean, I guess some people can't function as well under stress, but I think without stress, there wouldn't be the same amount of motivation. There wouldn't be the same um, productivity. And the things that tend to be important or meaningful or impactful do cause stress. Um, and so I'm personally trying to kind of change how I react to the feeling of stress instead of it being a negative, being, okay, I'm stressed, I'm nervous, that probably means this is worth doing. And I can react to this in one of two ways. I can panic and suppress it and wait until I can't handle it anymore, or I can take a moment to recognize it, feel it, react, and then start doing things, start applying myself. Um, and I, it's something that you have to practice. I remember when I was at the Mayo Clinic uh, after the summer of uh, sophomore year in high school, and I talked a little bit about this in my first episode when I went through my wellness story. Um, one of the things that they, one of their foundational ideas is you create your strength and neuropathways in your mind every time you make a decision on what to do depending on how you feel. The way they apply it is if I feel symptoms of my chronic illness, like if I feel fatigue, I can either take a nap and let it affect what I do or I can continue on with my day, push through it, and then slowly my mind strengthens neuropathways that don't change how I respond to the feeling of fatigue um, so that I can, can, I can get back to my, my normal routine, my normal self, my normal way of feeling. I start to slowly feel less and less of that fatigue during the day because it hasn't changed how I, how I live. Um, and that's something that I've tried to implement into other aspects of my life. Um, I'm, I'm currently working on the stress part after, after the cake um, massacre. I, I want to be able to feel stress and recognize that it's there and it's there for a reason and it's there to motivate me and push me towards doing something that's important. And then how, how can I m handle myself in the way that's most productive towards reaching that goal? Um, caring for myself so that I'm at my best to, to reach, reach whatever it is that I'm working towards, whether that's school 
or I know with this podcast, I was actually really stressed to start it. I didn't know what to say. I sat in my basement for like an hour and recorded it like seven times. I'm like, no, that sounds stupid. No, that sounds stupid. But like, I was nervous because it meant something to me. Um, and I had to just in the end, bite the bullet be like, you know what? This is what, this is what it is. I've put everything I can into it and it, it will only get better if I care about it and if I apply myself. So stress doesn't have to be all bad. It doesn't have to be something that only causes you to feel anxious or worried. It can be a good sign that something means something to you and that it's worth doing and the way that you manage it and the way that you respond has a big impact on where stress gets you, whether it pushes you towards a negative place or a positive place. So um, that being said, I don't see myself baking a cake anytime soon, but it will be a good test for me to, to try again in a couple weeks and see if I've made any progress. Um, yeah, so episode five. Damn. Five weeks. Well, I, this has been such a great outlet for me. I'm so grateful for the people that are listening and participating. Um, again, the Instagram is the underscore wealth of health. And so shoot me a message on there if you have thoughts or questions or comments or concerns or just want to say hi. I am... I love talking with people about this topic um, and I would love to have guests to have conversations and hear other people's stories so reach out on there. I also have a blog that I guess I haven't posted on there in a while but I probably I have some ideas so that's on WordPress. It's called The True Definition. If you want to check that out there's more content on there and I will talk to you guys hopefully next week. Mm-hmm.